1: Drop, yeah. those, the hey, welcome to trap the traps on some traps on some traps on some traps on
2: we traps on some
1: traps
3: on some traps on some uh, the Cowboy fans, uh, I, hear, right. I hear it's tough being a Cowboy fan right now. It is,
4: man. We Well, the problem is we only have half a team. Uh, we, <laughs> we have an offense. We have zero defense. Well, so,
3: I'm, a, I'm a Jet fan, so, you know. Oh, you, you guys are really taking it. Yes, At least we, we also, won one. <laughs> we also have Joe Perez. Uh, McCorkle's coming. Fry's coming. Uh, we, got, we got a whole show. You um, hear McCorkle right now uh yes it's been a crazy week there's some good fights this week uh really good fights this week it's always like a lot of times when it's like the worst card on paper it's the best fight yeah and it's right, right. Be the best card on paper the fights are horrible uh i just got back from minnesota by the way and the shows it felt so good doing live shows again i mean first of all like i said people that go there want to laugh like they're just sure. they can't wait they can't wait to laugh but the problem is some of the shows when there's a lighter uh, audience, like some of the delayed shows, they have to spread everybody out. So everybody is like, talk about like social distancing. So now there's like, you know, fifty people in a room that holds three hundred, and like, so now I'm like, everybody's over there, and there were people that saw me last time and saw me crush, like friends of mine, and like I don't know about you, Greg, but when someone sees you again, I feel like I always want to do really well for them like show them that I can kill again. And if I don't, yeah. really fail, I feel like I let them down, but. Anyway, my, okay. my
4: problem with that is I always want to do an entirely different show that's, than the one they already saw, you true. know, which that, that doesn't always work
3: out well either. But then you're doing a whole show for two people and then a hundred people that like didn't see your show, you know, like, yeah. but, yeah, actually, exactly. but the shows were actually really, really good. Um, I was so happy about it and, uh, Minnesota was awesome. So, uh, and then there were some locals that like, you ever have locals that show up at your shows that, like, Hey, why don't I do a guest set? Like you'd never heard from them in like four years.
4: Like, how do you have- yes, but you can can you blame them for that? I mean, we I used to do the same thing in Dallas. I mean, that's part of the process is kind of being know. around, although it is weird when you ask, and it's like, but I don't have any frame of reference, yeah as to as to whether or not you could carry the water here, you know, yeah. and that's always a little awkward. Yeah, I always get like, and then and sometimes
3: they, and then I, I hate when I say yes, then they leave before my, my, I, I even go up. Then it's like. Right,
4: right, then they do their set and then just take off like, thanks, bye. And that that's pretty ungracious,
0: yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, the fights were great. How are you doing McCorkle? Doing good. I was just thinking, uh, you guys talking about that, how would you like to be Brendan Schaub in the uh, crowd leaves before you <laughs> get up to do a uh, stand-up? So, I actually heard he was saying the other day, On uh, somebody sent this to me on Twitter, I really don't stalk him because I'm only interested in my life, but someone sent me a, uh, something the other day, he was like, great news guys, we've added a third show on Saturday. And somebody commented, yeah, it's because both of your shows on Sunday got canceled, douchebag, and you're trying to combine those tickets for Saturday night. It's not that you added shows, it's you lost shows and you're trying to act like spin a positive out of it. So he sucks. Anyway, I'm doing all right. (laughs) Good. I'm happy you're good. And uh,
3: Joe, the kid, how are you? I know you're happy that Trump's feeling better, right? Well, you, we are.
2: Dude, I'm so, I made a cake for Trump. I'm going to eat it tonight. I'm so excited that our Lord and savior, uh, Donald Trump is better from COVID. See, it's that kind of language. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That
2: kind of language
3: that's going to cost you. I was convinced he was going to fake his own funeral. And then come back in three days and say he was
0: Jesus. Like, like, oh, I, I, I,
3: thought, like I thought that, that might be hilarious.
0: Before. He's <laughs> got to be careful. If he comes back as Jesus, he wouldn't let himself in the country. Yeah. Boom!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he'd have to, he'd call ice <laughs> on himself. I don't know. It'd be, like,
4: it'd be like that Twilight Zone movie. Remember the Twilight Zone movie where the guy was a racist and then he like came back as like a Jew in Nazi Germany and a, a yeah. you know what I mean? Like you remember yeah. that? Remember that, remember would be, that would be Trump's nightmare when we come back and like ICE is trying to arrest him and shit. He's like, But you don't understand, I'm Donald Trump. I'm the Donald
0: no. Trump. <laughs> In the beginning, the beginning of that, they were like, You John Lithgow's like, you want to see something really, really scary? And the oh, yeah, I like, know yeah, yeah. it was uh, Dan Aykroyd. He wants to see something really scary, and then he turned around and had an iPad with Brennan Schaub's comedy special on it.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: no. Now,
3: um, now, by the way, I was watching the LFA fights. Oh, I think someone left. Joe left. I was watching the LFA fights, and uh, there was a guy fighting. His name was Dakota Bush, and his nickname was Harry. Uh, so Danny, nice. dakota harry <laughs> nice. bush. i was like this might be my new favorite and he won he actually he's a good fighter but dakota harry bush i mean really that's that's one of my favorites that's um, nice now let's talk about the uh the ufc holly holm
4: like i said she always <laughs> the girls that she's supposed to be
1: right,
5: right. it's always ass- the
4: step-up fight she's the donald cerrone of the women's division it's always the yeah. step-up fight that she loses but the one she should win wins in dominant fashion
3: yeah, I think she may be a little better. Well, it's that's actually a very 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 good uh, comparison. Uh, do you? Th- I think I think being divorced helped her. I feel like she has that divorced anger. That you know, I like-
4: said that too. I felt like he was holding her back. You know, you could see it after the fight. She'd be all excited, he had this look on his face. He's like, "Well, I guess we got to do this again." Like. <laughs> I, I- I really thought that that his energy was holding her back, and I don't know about you, but I I saw an improved fighter, like with more skills, yes. more polished ground game. She was going for a Kimura, like, and not in like a janky way, like in a very polished, studied way. I I was impressed. Don't you think divorced women have that like they don't have that
3: much time anymore? They're kind of past it. Like the dating a divorced woman is like being a, a relief pitcher that when your team's down nine nothing and you come in like someone else fucked it up. <laughs> like, I feel like they're, like, over it. Like, let's say, divorced mothers are the best because they have limited time. They're like, we have to fuck tonight. Absolutely,
4: yes. And nine. You ever You ever dated a, a divorced single mom, Greg? Oh, yeah. That's where the joke came from. I do a bit in the act about it. I'm like, they're the best because they're like, look, I'm available from 310 to 345. <laughs> If you could uh-huh. kindly have your pants off when I arrive, it'd be greatly appreciated. They ain't got yeah. no time for romance. They ain't got no time, but no, they got to hit it and quit it. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah, no. There's,
3: there's definitely this like thing of uh, jaded. By the way, uh, before we get to the next fight, uh, about what, uh, McCorkle, what, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Holly Holm
0: fight? Uh, I was surprised how much she looked like. Um... What's his name? Rick Schroeder, number one. Like, she looked just like Ricky Schroeder. I thought I was watching Silver Spoons for a minute. Um, but, like, I heard she beat Ricky Schroeder in a Ricky Schroeder lookalike contest. Like, um, <laughs> I was shocked. Like, I thought he was, like, Ricky Schroeder was transitioning. But uh, well, I love our, our audiences looking up Ricky Schroeder right no now. Way. Yeah, that's <laughs> The yeah. most he's been Googled in 20 years since Silver Spoons. Uh, Very top
3: Very <laughs> okay. top
0: um, Speaking of which, you know what's so funny is one time I was drunk on a date. And uh, I told this girl, if she'd ever, I asked this girl if she'd ever seen the Different Strokes episode where Dudley and Arnold got molested oh, by yeah. the bike shop owner. Yeah. And she was yeah. like, no, I was like, it's so awesome. You got to watch it. And then I realized, like, she was just sitting there staring at me because she was, like, in her early 20s, like, staring at me like I was crazy because I was like, she thought it was an actual video of them getting molested. I was like, no, no, it's a TV show. Like, I was like, it's. You have to understand, but you guys remember that creepy bike shop owner and like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it, it was like, uh, like that they would say something totally horrific and inappropriate, like, "Oh, I you can tickle me all over," and the crowd was like, "Oh, studio audience, like laughing, like what? Why are we laughing at that?" That's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, well, was that was one things. of
4: the that was like one of the very first very special episodes, right? Where where the comedy would go really, they would it would become a drama. It would become a right. drama, kind of dark. Episodes. Like they Will Smith
0: met his worthless father. Uh, on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but yeah, that actually really hit home for me, because I actually grew up with uh, two, convicted pedoph- two convicted pedophiles living in my house. Uh, this is a true story. My uh, my parents um, were like real into church and like Christians and everything, and anyone that cried Jesus, um, that said they found Jesus. It didn't matter what they did. They could come stay with us, and they would give them a job and try to help them because, you know, through our church group or whatever. So we had a five-foot-tall Vietnamese. Doesn't matter if he was Vietnamese or not, but uh, just for the story's sake, um, I had a five foot tall Vietnamese pedophile living with us. Uh, luckily, he was a heterosexual pedophile, though, so I had nothing to worry about. Right. Um, and uh, also another guy who molested his daughter that uh, lived with us. And uh, they lived in the basement with my brother and cousin, who were both also convicted felons. Uh, so we used to call our basement Cell Block F. Oh, God. Uh, when we were kids, because if you went downstairs, you might get fucked. Well, I guess what we called or whatever, as Joe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Kind of, uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, I actually uh, my brother made a Karate Kid spoof with the uh, with the Vietnamese pedophile when they were kids. Like the guy's like thirty five making home movies with my brother. Like uh, I'll tell you what, it brought all new meaning to the term wax on, wax off. I'll tell you that. Oh my god. boy things are starting to
3: make sense now sean this is just right
0: the, the, <laughs> the picture did just get a lot clearer Sadly, <laughs> That's true. 100 what i just said is 100 true Sadly. i know dude no one's doubting you
1: uh, i think uh,
0: i think what it was i figured after a while my parents just thought we didn't have a good enough chance of get molested on our own so they wanted to bring someone in house like you know what i mean or whatever like let's make sure <laughs> well you were big kids really you were big out. kids you were hard to
4: tackle so they probably right.
0: thought you know yeah, you it was, give a, a, it was a chance it's kind of like uh, the Brady Bunch with felons in it. Oh, God. Without a gay
3: dad. That's actually yeah. – a, a, that would be a, actually a really funny uh, uh, reboot. The Brady Bunch with felons.
4: That's actually hilarious.
1: Right. Uh,
4: <laughs> now, uh, we I love it. There's your elevator pitch right there. You get that – <laughs> you get the executive in the elevator. You're like, it's Brady Bunch with felons.
3: <laughs> but with child molesters. Uh, yeah. so, so, Joe, what did you think of the Holly Holm fight?
2: Um, I w- I thought it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. I was surprised that so many people in the MMA uh, universe were picking Irene Aldana to win. I have a feeling Sean put some money on Irene Aldana just because of his tweets. Yeah. You know, he was going hard on her stand-up game and uh it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. I had a $5 parlay on Holm and Durandamine, and I won a nice uh like 15 bucks, so you know, I'm happy, but I'm just I don't I don't know why so many people were picking Irene to win. Yeah,
0: I lost at least a thousand dollars on those parlays with uh, home losing because uh, the more I watched Irene fight before the fight, I was I was thinking she was just going to outstrike home, and I thought home being older, she had a you know she looked like the young and up and come are going to beat the old veteran. But uh, I have never seen anyone, not even me, with as bad a stand up as I, Irene. Like, dude, the inability to cut off the ring or to do anything but chase her and run into that left hand over and over again. Blew my mind. Like I don't, I don't understand it. She did not cut her off going right one time. I, I don't get it. Don't you had a lot. It. You had a lot of knockouts in, in your career. What do you mean? You, you didn't have bad stand up? Uh, well, I mean, I was known for not having the best stand up. I was like kind of like a Jake Shields type guy. Like everybody was like, uh, you know, like uh, they would laugh at my stand up when they would. Unlike Brendan Child, they laughed. <laughs> I was waiting for it.
4: I was waiting for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah then, I know uh, that
4: one was just hanging out
0: there. We're all like and.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah but it's uh no my, my most of my knockouts were on the ground because i was all right it was really weird i was all right at ground and pound i was pretty good but terrible if i just stood up so i don't know well i mean you also didn't start
3: learning striking until your mid-20s
0: you know yeah like actually yeah i didn't even start training until i was 29 of any kind of martial art so that's insane now the fight i'll tell you the guys
3: before that i don't understand why that was the co-main event felipe I don't either that was just a weird, awful. it was like King Hippo versus King Hippo uh, from Mike Tyson <laughs> Punch-Out. I mean, uh, what was that?
4: The worst uh-huh. was DeCastro in the third round, getting told to fight over and over and would just do the same thing. And then, and then the bell goes off and he puts his arms up. I'm like, I'm like, what did you think you just won by not fighting? Go well, fuck yourself. Oh, for, that drove
3: me nuts. But Felipe was yelling at the ref, like, that never works, yelling at the ref. Telling yeah. the ref, like, he keeps doing this, so he's holding, right?
4: Like, has, has the ref ever agreed with the person and go, oh, you know what, you're – like, Well, he <laughs> did agree with them because he kept separating them and asking them to fight. And so in that regard, he did eventually kind of agree with him multiple times.
3: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Felipe was kind of funny, though. Like, he like he wants to be a Diaz brother. I was like, I think he hates <laughs> the whole family. Uh, but it was <laughs> –
4: it,
0: his was <laughs> surprising. I'll tell you that. He, uh, his I, wanted, weird, I
4: loved his ad, his attitude. I was like, this guy. If he didn't have UFC, he would definitely be an enforcer for some <laughs> kind of drug or betting <laughs> ring, some kind of <laughs> some kind of mafia organization, without <laughs> question. Now, I felt bad for Pena because I, she's a good friend of
3: mine, and going into that last round, I was I had it even, but that must that must have been. I mean, first of all, she I took a year off. She had she got hurt. She had ACL surgery. She had a kid. You know, a lot of things were going on. Uh, GDR is really good at 135. At 135, she's going to be hard to beat because she's so much taller than everybody. And yeah. Pena, tons of length. Pena was tagging her. I think if she hadn't got caught that guillotine, she, I mean, she would have won the fight. She would have got the takedown. But it was just – Now, was that – I was thinking about you, um, coracle. Were you having that
0: same problem against Struve where you just couldn't get in? Uh, no, I um... – my problem is true, but I just gassed out. He was fairly easy to get in on. Even Mark Hunt did it to him. Um, he didn't control the distance real well. He probably does better now than now. He was only 22, I think, when I fought him. So he was early in his career, even though he had a lot of fights. But uh, guys that uh, – she didn't control the distance very well either. Um, but I was surprised they were in the same weight class, man. They did not – I mean, she looked 20 pounds heavier than Pena. Like, she looked way bigger uh, than her. But it's a weird thing, man. Distance is such a strange thing because you got a guy go like John Jones, who is a master. I don't even know if he gets – I mean, he's got long reach, so they kind of – they kind of take it for granted. But he's uh, even with his reach, he's a master of control in the distance. And there's certain guys like that, and there's other guys, um, you know, who don't do it at all. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I thought Pena was going to win also until she got in that guillotine. But it's uh, she looks so much smaller than her, not just shorter, but smaller physically. Yeah. And surprising to me. Now, she got choked out cold. Would you rather be choked out cold or knocked out? Uh, I'd rather be choked out just for the brain trauma um, part of it. And, plus, that way it's like you didn't quit. Like, I got choked out on TV – on Spike TV by uh, Christian Warcraft, he actually picked me up in a guillotine. And everyone said, I just quit. I don't know how you quit and fall flat on your face, like without even (laughs) trying to catch yourself. All I remember is thinking I'm fine. He got me choked. I was like, dude, you're gonna do better than this to choke me out. And next thing I know, I was waking up and they asked me if I was okay. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I thought we were between rounds two and three. And they said, no, no, it's over. And I said, what happened? That's when I realized I must have lost if I was asking what happened. Um, but uh, yeah i didn 't feel in danger at all, and then I woke up, so, uh, so and better than being knocked out so mean, that you way people you take any you don 't think you take
3: any brain damage by getting choked out
0: yeah, uh, not like you do with uh getting a rattled by getting punched you know, getting your brain rattled like that uh, i i mean i don 't know I had one time man when I first started taking jujitsu, i 'm extremely prideful, believe it or not, um but when I was taking jujitsu, I got in a collar choke with uh, this Brazilian guy he was the teacher, and he basically um strangled me for eight minutes and I was coming in and out of consciousness, but I wouldn't tap. I was only had like three classes. And so I was trying to get out of it and I just kept for eight minutes straight, eight minute rolling session. I was almost passed out from having a, you know, like a blood choke. And I remember I didn't feel right for about a week after that. Like I felt really weird about it. Like my brain just didn't seem to operate right. So no telling what damage i probably had a stroke or who knows what, but, uh, yeah, he thought he wasn't, he thought he wasn't choking me. And instead I just wouldn't quit, you know, cause even though it was one of my first classes, I just am way too prideful, um, to, um, to tap even in practice so yeah i had i also had one where i got put in a bicep slicer for eight minutes one time and wouldn't oh tap and then i couldn't use my arm for three weeks so after that but i, saw, I, saw, I got I saw, through the uh i got
3: through the rounds i tapping no, so. i'm the same way because the thing about wrestling wrestling's always like push through push through push through that's all they teach right. you to push through and then you go to jiu-jitsu and you my acl was torn within fucking six months because i was right. trying to push through everything <laughs> uh <Yeah>. uh wing <laughs> dog have you ever gotten choked out
2: um no not completely i've got to the point where you're just seeing all these like white little stars and then when the you tap and the dude lets go and you're very like what the fuck is happening i was i've been on the brink of being choked out completely but never uh fully
0: greg i noticed your stars were white is there any reason for that that they weren't black
2: (laughs) uh (laughs) no not at
0: all are you saying black stars don't matter Greg, have you ever been
4: punched in the face yeah but i mean you know when i was a kid i don't think as an adult I, i ever took one in the face Really? somehow magically it, it, magically, ever, magically i don't think i can't remember taking a shot to the face of as an adult i mean bunch times as a kid nobody's ever threatened you after a comedy show or anything oh i've been threatened a million times that's why it's amazing that it never amounted to being cranked
0: <laughs> uh, we're uh so that, you were greg fry probably they're like that's don fry's brother
4: <laughs> that's don fry's illegitimate child that he had with a tiny little mexican woman um <laughs> And, and, but that's the thing. It didn't, yeah, it never really uh, materialized into that. I, I don't know. Either someone else always gets involved or just kind of always diffuses one way or another. So, yeah. I mean, I've had a guy come at me at the uh, Edmonton Comedy Festival, the Edmonton, Internet, no, uh, Calgary International Comedy Festival. The lo- one of the, the locals, we were uh, like on the first night, like the headliner asked to go up early. So he went up a little early, right? And he performed, had a great set. And then the guy that went after him, bombed. And so the host guy gets up there and is like, you know what? No one can follow that guy. I'm just going to end the show. And I was like, I didn't come all the way from New York for you to fucking end the show. So I went up on stage and took the mic away from him and was like, no, no, no. Show's not over. Nothing's over. A lot of comics still to go. I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. Well, this guy lost his mind and wanted to fucking kill me. But luckily there were other
0: people there to hold him back. Wow. I do have a question for you guys being stand up comics uh, that you are the proficient, prolific set up comics. Do you guys ever worry about if you're too hard on the crowd losing fans one by one? Because I've seen Adam destroy people's lives on stage before and thinking, man, those those two girls will hate him till they die. Like I always wondered if you guys worried about that, like losing those maybe one fan or two fans per show, but over a year's time, you know what I mean? It can I didn't up. worry about the fans. I worry about losing like the gig. Like uh, Yeah,
4: exactly. Pre-social media, I didn't worry about it at all. Yes. Now I've taken a much different approach to crowd work because yeah, because if it turns into a bunch of tweets and that guy's trash and blah, 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 it doesn't make it, you know, now you're in a position of like, listen, don't listen to that. Listen to this. It's so it, it, social media definitely changed. That. A lot of
3: it. depending on how well I know the club owner.
4: If it's a club owner who's
3: like, I don't give a shit, fuck this, freedom of speech, you know, First Amendment, blah, blah, blah. But if it's a club, if it's like a feminist club owner who barely wants to book me anyway, you know, like, and (laughs) a lot of times that's even worse because now I'm not being myself. It's like there are certain clubs, like the Comedy Magic Club, I love performing there, but you have to be pretty clean there. And I always, and I never really feel comfortable there because I never feel like, I could just be myself. I'm always worried about doing well and not offending people. And when you're trying to not do something, it's worse than trying to do something. You know, I'm sure. Like, if you're trying to not lose the fight, it's different. Than right, the fight, right. You know. Yeah. And and a lot of times, like trying not to bomb is a lot different than trying
0: to kill. Um, I'll never uh, so. I'll never forget the time that you talked me into doing an open mic, uh, Adam, and uh, I went there and I walked like uh, at least 25 percent of the room because not because I wasn't funny, but because I was too offensive. Like, or whatever, like, people are, you know, like, my first joke was something about my grandma gives the worst Christmas gifts. She got me Jenga, the Twin Towers edition uh, for, you know, like, Veterans Day on nine eleven or whatever, something like that. And then um, I was telling that story about the girl in the crowd who I'd had relations with at one point. And, uh, like, I, I asked afterwards, Mike, uh, I can't remember his last name, but I said, hey, man, what did you think uh, about or whatever? He goes, well, you you had 30 people leave on you you know what i mean or whatever he goes they, he said i was getting comments like i didn't know we were doing an x-rated show here tonight and i just thought anything went like i didn't know you know but it was i mean i talked about beating this girl up and all that, but she had it coming like it was a long story but uh. <laughs> listen and i used to think that
4: too that it was any so long as you were funny you could get away with anything but right. in the, in a politically correct world that that proved not to be true well now yeah. it's different well i'll tell you what now during
3: pandemic comedy like i i walked two people the, the whole and like sec, in six shows and it was only because people were, like, in the back. It was a couple making out the whole time. They were older. And I'm like, these people are definitely cheating. You know, like, they definitely oh, came here. And, yeah. and, and they probably were. They got, were. They they got up and were. left. So, I, like, basically, like, I don't even consider that walking them. But yeah. but people that are coming out, like, I did a show where I'm like, man, if if, 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 if Trump gets this uh, Supreme Court justice passed, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to open up a hangar store. Right? Oh, so, <laughs> And, like, People were like that. People were like,
4: "Ooh, ah!" But no one left. Every, I know. almost just walked on this podcast on that one. Good Lord. really. I mean, it should be hanger and vacuum store. I mean, really?
3: <laughs> oh, yes. So, uh, anyway, uh, talk, about, talk about some fights. By the way, um, so I'll tell you who looked good. This guy, uh, Cor- uh, Carlos Condit. I didn't know I was in a five fight. I was. I was wondering what you were going to say about this one. Happy about him. I said McGee's nose is so broke, it opened up its own OnlyFans account. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Dude, he moved that nose to the other side of his face uh, on that end of the round one. Uh, when he almost knocked him out of the end of the round one.
3: And and then and because the guy's a um a recovering drug addict, he refused to take, take any painkillers at the hospital. That's so right. He, like, no narcotics. Oh, yeah, because which is like he's a tough. I think Condit looked good and he looked happy. He looked like he was having fun in there. And it's been a long time since he looked like he's having fun in the, in the octagon. Um, at the same time, uh, you know, Matt Brown called him out afterwards. Did and that would be a good one. What, fight. to
4: like go to, to, uh, to an early bird dinner at Sizzler where they get the senior <laughs> discount? Is that what he no, called him out for? I, I like that fight. You, know, you wouldn't watch that fight? I watch it, but I, 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 again, it's these guys, like even in this fight, the Condit fight, he looked pretty good, but both of them looked really slow. They both looked old. They yeah. both looked. So, so I think he looked good by comparison, but that was, <laughs> but, but, but that was it. But by comparison to the other fighters that night, they both looked super old and slow. Well, I rather the see that that fight,
3: that? But isn't that better than watching him versus a 30 and 0 Brazilian fucking or guy from uh, Russia, who's just going to, go out and murder them and make a name off of them. Wouldn't you rather see that? No. (laughs) You'd you'd rather watch a guy from Dagestan
0: just walk through Yes, absolutely.
3: (laughs) I don't know. Uh,
0: Sean. I thought, thought, man, I I put big money on Condit, and when I saw he was the underdog, I was like, I wonder why. And I looked back and realized he had lost eight of ten, and like you said, like five or six in a row. And I was like, I didn't realize he had lost that many in a row, man. It was crazy. Uh, Definitely not the Condit of old. But, uh, yeah, I want some money on him. I was really happy for him, man. I, I like that matchup. Um, I also was thinking about him and Diego Sanchez, man. If Diego wants one more, like, that would be yeah. a good one. I even thought, man, I know BJ Penn always talks about, why don't they put BJ Penn in with Diego at 155? Like, that way at least one of them gets to win. You know what I mean? That's why I was thinking um, the Diego Sanchez thing. I was like,
4: him and Diego seem to be pretty much the same place right now. Right. That, I think, that would be a fair. pretty good matchup.
0: I uh, way, also was thinking what Greg was just saying, like, uh, it's kind of like comedy, you know, like uh, when you're coming after somebody, you know, like in comparison, he looked good. That'd be like how good John Lovitz would look if he came on right after Schaub, like something like that. Like, John Lovitz is hor- a horrendous stand-up, but compared to Schaub, he's uh, Richard Christ.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard done. a story about Lovitz one time that, like, it was right after Phil Hartman died. Like, everyone oh, was, yeah. he was on SNL, and, they were, <laughs> and they, were, uh, they were all, like, in the back and like eating and like they were hey but and then they heard like phil hartman died and everyone was just shocked and then lovitz just said this food's
0: getting cold like like (laughs) 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 for your loves to be like that's more screen time for me yeah like (laughs) Like, look at lovitz didn't lovitz (laughs) open his own comedy club so that he couldn't get thrown out he,
3: he's a, he was actually decent. I mean, he was not really he's not really a comic, but he's a funny. I was
4: pick. gonna say. I mean, that was the thing. He had a home at the Laugh Factory. That wasn't a problem. He had plenty yeah. of you know they let him up all the time at the Laugh Factory. I think he just saw a business opportunity. You know, thought it would be real easy because it was at Universal City yeah, Walk. So yeah, he figured it was gonna be easy to just get people to walk right in. And so I think he just saw it as a as a business because he almost never performed.
0: No, no, really? his own club. Yeah, I mean, how do you guys feel about how do you guys feel about people like Stevo or that come in and they start doing comedy and taking money out of your guys' pockets when they're not actually comics? They're not, they're not really taking money out of our pockets. I mean, the, a lot of those
3: guys are like, you know, it, it's not like who we're going to book Adam Hunter or Steve-O? We're going to pay Steve-O fifty grand. Adam Hunter. It's like we're not on the same exact- exactly. I mean, there's celebs. Wait, he makes that so much money? You know, he probably makes about fifty a weekend or something. Are you
4: kidding me? Stevo, yeah. he's a celeb and he sells out. You know, I'm sure he does. So, or. Sure. So it doesn't really—it
3: doesn't bother me, honestly. It's not like there's not enough spots to go around. And look, Sebo had like a really bad drug problem, and if this is what he has to do to stay off drugs and stay healthy and help, you know, so be well, dude, it. it. You know? Fifty and if grand, cop.
0: I can't. Believe, I thought he was getting like five. I had no idea he was like getting that kind of money. No, he's getting. He, I'd
4: say it's probably more like thirty. It, it'd probably be hard for him to get fifty out of because he's just playing improvs and you know he's playing the a clubs, but they're not theaters. So I think he'd probably be more in the thirty range than the fifty range. Wow. That depends on how many.
3: I mean, if he's getting a a, a split and a 10 split at the door, and he's charging thirty dollars. I mean, who knows? Whatever. But the point is, he's, he's doing whatever. It's uh It doesn't bother me, because he's also like Steve-O did it on on like his own in some way. You know. It's, right. You mean
0: without Joe Rogan? Is that what you would think right now?
4: That's pretty much. Yeah. That was. That was. When, that.
3: It was a
0: job,
4: Dig. Hello. <laughs> Back All to right. the fights. I'll tell you who I think was pretty exciting was that Dusko Todorovich guy. Oh my I thought that that guy's I, I mean, we'll see what kind of ground game he has eventually, but I mean I thought he was fucking exciting as shit.
3: They did. Yeah. They, him, they also threw him against a guy that was like on a two-fight losing streak, I believe, who uh
2: oh, I think he's on a four-fight losing streak now. That might have oh, been his fourth yeah. one.
3: Yeah. So like uh, but yeah, he he did look really good. Um he 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 did look really good. I'll tell you, and it's sort of my friend Kyler
4: kyler looked great he looked great man he took that guy he had that guy all turtled up he was just taking bombs meanwhile that guy came to my show like
3: last month kyler did when i was in arizona super nice guy really really like just a friend he came to my zoom show just a and i was like hey who are you fighting he's like i don't know some guy from mongolia uh i don't like, you know his name he's like nah meanwhile the guy he fought wasn't from mongolia
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> like from the, that, I, down the street from him
3: but I mean but that I away.
2: think that
4: guy was a replacement though. <laughs> but like he like, just didn't even I mean region walks out. <laughs> like
0: Sean, do you think it's better to not even know who you're fighting? Not even No, better? I think it's I think if you can know every single thing about them, it's better because anything you can take advantage of is far you know much better. Uh, especially I was always amazed at Greg Jackson, man, how he could I don't think he gets near um, him and Weakle John the credit they deserve for designing game plans, man, to do stuff. I mean, you could see Holly Holm, whatever game plan they came up for her, that she was following all night, she was piecing her up and it worked perfectly. They beat Ronda Rousey, you know, a lot of it's John Jones. I mean, John's a freaking nature anyway, but uh, they don't get, I asked him before I fought Stefan Struve. I said, uh, I was in Elver with him. I said, uh, I said, Hey, uh, would you mind giving me Greg? Like you're quick, what I should do to beat Steven Struve? He said, take him down, stay in half guard, and beat him up for there, and try to wait out a decision because he's hard to finish. Which was exactly my plan the whole time, anyway. You know, so yeah, uh, him, him not even—he uh, didn't charge me for that, but uh, yeah, him not, uh, not even planning on that fight. It was the first thing he thought, and it was exactly what we we're doing. But yeah, I would rather know everything about a guy, everything you can possibly know. Yeah, yeah, because he was like
3: that was good, and then I'll tell you who else looked good was the guy who did my buddy, our buddy who came on the show, Casey Kenny. Uh, yeah. But that guy was a punching bag. I mean, that that guy was like a Mongolian punching bag. But, I mean, he just... <laughs>
0: everybody's you he say he's a Mongoloid? That's what everybody... I, no, no, you can't say Mongolian. that, by the way.
3: They get very offended. Uh, Mongolians, like, yeah. don't want to say Mongoloid to Mongolians. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, and then also, Jordan Williams, who got the <laughs> living shit beaten out of him against the guy yeah. Aminov, I mean... He got like the guy headbutted him. He, he, he but he, got, he, I mean, he made me a fan. He, even in defeat, <laughs> because the guy just kept going. I, I'm yeah. actually, I actually looked up more of his fights afterwards because I, was, I think that happened a lot with Mayhem and GSP was that people became more of a fan of Mayhem after the, getting the shipping on him by GSP because he was like laughing while getting punched and just taking the hits. Sometimes, like, even when guys lose, you become more of a fan at their heart and their character and their, you know, absolutely,
4: yeah, yeah. So uh, I got to give them what that. What about that Luigi guy, man? That was the fastest knockout of the night. Oh yeah, and he was under the first too. guy. He came out and he he pieced him up. It was over. It and was I love they were they, they kept talking about the other guy. They kept saying yeah.
3: what the other guy was, and that, that's my favorite. Was when uh, like you, you could see the the bias and the commentators, and then all of a sudden, or when they're talking about something. And they're t- and then like they'll be like on a tangent, and a guy's getting knocked out while they're talking, and they have well, to, yeah. while they're talking
4: uh. him up, while they're talking him up, and he's getting completely pieced up. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, that happened yeah. with Goldberg and Ronda actually when, when it gets Holly home. Goldberg was like Ronda Rousey, they're calling her the greatest ever, and, and then uh, Rogan's like actually uh, she's getting the crap beat out. <laughs> <right now."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Brittany uh, Cobb was like the most crap beat out oh man so let's talk about um so uh by the way some some guy came up to me who was like trying to this comic was like he's like hey man uh you're a big fight fan right i'm like yeah he's like what do you think about kimbo slice and i was like oh i'm like he could have been great i mean for what he you know it's a shame he goes what he's not still fighting
1: like, oh no, like, like,
3: no he, he died like he's not <laughs>
4: even still breathing <laughs> Well, he was
0: barely breathing when he was fighting for
4: concert. I mean, I feel bad. I mean, it's like, but man, yeah, it's 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 all over for it. Uh, Sadly, I mean, you know, it's tragic,
3: right? You
4: know. All right.
3: So MMA news that happened. Uh, Mike Perry. All right. uh, First, he got a tattoo of his girlfriend on his lip or his never a good idea. But but those those go away. Those go away, right? But now the lip ones. Yeah, the lip ones go away. Now he's saying whoever gives him the most money. Can work his corner for his next fight. Right? Along with Just like belt.
4: any random person, basically.
3: Yes. Anybody so Darren Till, who hates him, has, oh my has, god has, yes. he put in the biggest bid so far. Oh my god. Grand was it? <laughs> did, yeah, and now he said he's gonna throw the towel in as soon as the fight starts. Oh shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Till is too good to be true, man. I do. What's the bid? What's the bid? What's the bid? I think it's like five grand or ten grand or something. I think we need to start a GoFundMe to get you in there, Adam. I really do. It'd be the biggest coup for the podcast. You think no. he, I mean,
3: I mean, I mean. What about getting like a stripper or something, like a naked person? Like we can have even have more fun with this, right? The Nation of Islam or uh, Andy Dick. I mean, can we just like? <laughs> oh man,
4: that would be great. Can you
2: imagine Andy Dick? That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> His balls in the in between rounds. Stop! icing my balls.
0: making the turn, obsessed with Mike Perry and his girlfriend who was closest. Like, yeah, was like
2: a- <laughs> so, so
3: yeah. I mean, are you allowed to do that? Like, like bid your corner? Is that is that even legal?
4: I don't see why not.
0: Uh, I was going to those,
4: it. was gonna say it's one of those things that's legal because no one's tried it yet, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to immediately, and if this happens, they're immediately going to to uh, outlaw it. Like, they will immediately create a rule to make sure that that doesn't happen
0: the if Mike, it happens. The Mike Perry rule? Yeah. The Mike Perry rule. That's exactly it's what it's like. Uh, it's like old boy shorts. Who wore those real skimpy shorts at times? Was it Dennis Hallman? Was that In him that wore the yeah. smallest shorts ever? And everybody was like, well, I guess you can wear that until his balls were falling out on the, during the fight. And they were like, yeah, probably not again. Well,
3: the legend Don it. Fry just joined us. Uh, yes, yes, and his dogs <laughs> look just like him. <laughs> they say dogs look like their owners. I agree, or they take after the owners. Because <laughs> my, my ex's dog. Uh, so, so, Don, you actually watched? You stayed. Don, what did you think of the fights last week? I watched. What do you think of yes, Holly Holm? Did. Yes, What do you, you think I of Holly part. Holm? I
1: think she got a hell of a body. It'll be a good-looking woman. she's a hell of an athlete she's she's a hell of an athlete she's a great fighter i just think she's a little bit too hesitant you know on some she should have murdered that woman in the first period you know or second at most
4: yeah 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 she's i think she was more concerned with just getting the win and not putting herself in danger
1: well that's the problem people they fight not to lose instead of fighting to win You know, and when you fight to win, you go all out. You know, there's nothing reserved. But they people are fighting too much reserve since they were told, you know, you lose three fights, you're gone. Well, then, you know, like I said, back in Pride, they would say, we don't care if you win or lose. As long as you give a good fight and a good show, we will bring you back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it should be that way, honestly, because people are trying to. And he gets in boring fights you get some wrestlers that hold people down and don't actually go for the, the you know, the win. Um, well,
4: I was thinking that about court McGee. like he's clearly losing by two rounds. You got a minute and a half left. Like, let it go, man. What, what, where's the, I feel like go street fight, man. You got to get a knockout. And instead he just kept getting, you know, kept trying to not get hit. It was weird, man.
0: That's what I wish uh, – I wish UFC fight contracts were guaranteed, man. If you're going to sign a guy to eight fights, it should be guaranteed eight fights no matter what. That way, if guys knew they were getting paid us the same amount, win or lose, for eight fights, like no win bonus, no anything. Just you're getting a flat eight fights in three years, then I think the fights would be much better because you don't – a lot of guys – you know, I was worried every second I was in the UFC, I was worried I was going to get cut for something I said on Twitter, which I probably deserved, or one of my fights sucking or losing. I mean, you can fight an exciting they, – they'll always say if a fight's exciting – we won't cut you. And then they'll cut you after you lose an exciting fight. You know, it's like it's never it, – There's they, they say that. Like, oh, yeah, if, you, if your fights are exciting, we'll still keep you. And then they turn around and cut you when you lose two in a
1: row. So, it's Tom, like –
3: Don, what do you think of the headweight? Uh, the headway, right, right? the, uh, the uh, Felipe fight, Don? I disagree. I disagree with the big man. If you
1: are guaranteed money, then you lose the ambition. If you're guaranteed, you know, a, a fight bonus, then you go after that fight bonus. You know, you you've got to give you got reward um for activity. You know, for for results, you have to reward for results.
3: Yeah. Tom, what do you think of the uh, Felipe fight?
1: <laughs> the heavyweight? <anyway>. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought it, it looked like it looked like um Pink Gabbett versus um Big Cut. You know.
3: Yeah, was, I mean, Don, you were never done. You were always in shape for every one of your fights, even with the fights you had when you were like 60. Uh, like, is there, is there any excuse for these guys not being in shape?
1: No, but well, sure, there is because, um, they're not getting paid enough money to leave their real job, so they're not pro, they're semi pro. Yeah, uh, I've said this a hundred times not get paid anything. They get a they get a medal, you know. Semi pro, you still you're still working a real job, and to subsidize your training for the fight world. And then if you're a pro athlete, well, then you make enough money to make that your one priority, you know. And, and that's the thing. If you're going to be a champion, you've got to get rid of everything else in your life, and you have to concentrate on this twenty four hours a day.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you who I felt bad for was Juliana Pena, because she was she was coming back, and I think yeah. she won that fight, but she just got caught. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that just that just happens?
1: Well, she needs to work on her stomach muscles. You know, she's looking, still carrying away a little baby fat there. You know, um, <laughs> needs to tone, <laughs> needs to tone up. She looks like me. She, she not, looks like me without the mustache.
4: He does not look
1: <laughs> like me at all. Maybe I, she thought needs she was, I
3: thought she looked great someone. for having
4: had a baby.
3: So does Don.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> all
3: right. All
1: right. right. Uh, yeah, I look great. Yeah.
3: Now, uh, Don, for some MMA news, uh, so Mike Perry, uh, he's auctioning off anybody. Right now, he has his girlfriend working his corner. Uh, his girlfriend has no fight experience, but she's she's hot and young, and they're engaged or whatever. Now he's saying anybody who gives him the most money can work his corner. Uh, you think we should try to raise money for you to be in Mike Perry's corner?
1: Dude, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, let's let's see that. Let's raise money because I mean, what's he got to lose? If he's got his girlfriend in his corner, what a yeah. dumbass, you know. Uh, you don't, and she has no fight experience. He's a double dumbass. You, you know, one thing you don't have family or girlfriends in the corner or in the locker room, they don't go in the locker room and you've got, cause you have to disassociate yourself with everything except for the fight. You know?
3: So, uh, I, I, I agree, but, uh, but so far he's two and zero in his corner or she's undefeated. Uh, or he, or he I think, or maybe he's like one and zero. He he uh, beat Mickey Gall right, yeah. So uh, she, he,
2: yeah, he's one to know with her. I think I feel like during the fight, they'd cut to Don Fry and Mike's girlfriend, and they would be both like Don Fry and Mike Perry's girlfriend would be making out during the fight, and then she would like leave him for Don Fry, and it would just be fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's what I picture.
4: Hey guys, quick news flash: uh, Apparently Eddie Van Halen has passed away. Fuck. What? No <coughs> oh, what.
1: Uh, wow! Yeah, at at sixty five. Oh man. that sucks. So we,
4: we lost legend. a legend. We lost a legend. I yeah. still listen to Eruption, you oh. know, when i in one of my in one of my playlists. You know what I mean? Like in Panama, like all those jams. I still love them. I still I, listen I, I, to him. Actually them. met him one
3: time. He came to a comedy show and I, and, he, and he gave me a compliment afterwards. And I was like, oh. I was in heaven. Oh. fucking Eddie
4: Van Halen's the fucking god. i Did oh. Sorry,
3: die you.
1: of old age. Overdose.
4: I, don't I, I don't think it was an overdose. I just imagine it's probably complications from years of, of, of that lifestyle. Maybe. I, I don't know. I haven't read I just complications From
0: David Lee Roth. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I make... went
4: and saw their, did you guys go see their reunion tour when they went on tour? No. I saw them twice, man. And once they were great. And once they looked really old and tired.
2: <laughs> oh, he had cancer. He had, he had a battle with cancer.
4: He had cancer. Oh, okay.
1: That's
3: one piece. That sucks. So uh, so Johnny Bones Jones and Israel Adesanya are fighting on Twitter. Uh, Bones tweeted out, fighter and coach is mentioning my name in interviews, Refused to sign a dotted line, straight ho shit, mentioned a, ma- a man's dead mother over the internet, but looking to fight Jared Kananir. Um, and then uh, he goes, uh, he goes uh, somebody said, you just want attention. He goes, if I wanted more attention, I'd sign with a world-class talent agency. Jones put that on his own agency. Maybe buy a few Ferraris and move to Miami. You're mistaken. Um, And then uh, he he goes, Costa lost a fight the day he signed the contract to fight for the championship. His new fame defeated him before the fight even started. Kid just stood there in front of a kickboxer and showboated for the cameras. Don't compare me to someone who's never proven nothing. Um, And then uh, it it keeps going on. And then uh, Costa said, "Uh, fuck records. You should know how many criminal records you got. You lost your belts how many times? And then, uh, and then Jones said, "Yeah, you just bring it up my cocaine use, you fucking loser." Blah 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 blah. Um, who do you think wins this fight?
0: John Jones would beat both of them in the same night. Really, John Jones beats 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 Israel uh, easily, easily uh, takes him down and yeah. beats
1: the brakes yeah. off of him. It, Israel better pull a Joe Biden and go hide in his basement.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now 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 by the way so donald trump is selling Jones, Jones, yeah. donald trump is, sell, is selling coins. Is trump is it? trump is selling memorabilia coins saying trump defeated covid from the white house <laughs> website yes uh, that's amazing they're a hundred dollars each fry how many have you bought so far
1: <laughs> only three only three um
3: no, no, Don, Do you yeah, think it was a good idea? Do you think it was a good idea him driving around uh waving to people when he had COVID? Hell,
1: hell yes. Jeez, oh. They're outside. You think that stuff? that stuff isn't there's nobody near the goddamn limousine? Come on. Yeah, but what it's about ridiculous the limo, that the, anybody's piss up?
3: That. what about the limo drivers? What's that? What about the drivers? The limo driver.
1: Okay, okay, fuck. We're worried about the boogeyman, an invisible virus, and these guys are gonna step in front of a bullet or a bomb, you know? And now we're worried about their safety because of a fucking boogeyman virus. Come on. Uh,
0: McCorkle, thoughts? Uh, I'm with Don. I was actually wondering how excited Don would be that Trump whipped COVID's ass like it was nothing, but um, I would assume the driver probably has a glass window in between him and Trump anyway, and the Secret Service guys are with Trump all the time anyway, so if they get it, you know, they have already got to get it either way. Um, I am so anti-mask, like, I'm more anti-mask than G.I. Joe, as far as, wow. like, when well, I want Cobra to wear masks. I think it is, my girlfriend has her master's in epidemiology with a focus in infectious disease. She's been saying from the beginning that mask isn't going to stop a virus, it's complete waste, uh, unless you have the N92 mask, which only right. protects you, not anyone else. And uh, you can get it on your hands, you can get it through your eyes, you can get through anything, man, like it's uh, through your butthole, were you so inclined to doing whatever you're doing there? No, but um, yeah, yeah, I think it's... Uh, oh, it's true, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I mean, I, I know there's people that have died from it. I think probably about 10% have died from it that actually they act like have died from it. I think everything else is like, you know, like they say, a guy gets hit by a bus and they call it a COVID death. It, uh, I know it's a real disease, but I think everybody in the world is using it to their advantage on some sort of... Just taking it and using it to push their agenda. be it do you think Democrats, the real numbers, numbers about 20,000? About I think, well, it's I know like that 10, they said, uh, the CDC said 6% had no other underlying major causes. The other, the 94% of deaths had an average of 2.6 major, not just like they had a cold, like they had diabetes and high blood pressure, and they got ran over by a tank, and they were hanging themselves at the time, and they coughed, so they probably had COVID, so it's a COVID death. Right. So. Greg, thoughts?
2: <laughs> no comment just move on let's go back to right. MMA. Let's talk about, let's talk about go back to john jones versus israel Adesanya. Right, right, right.
4: thank you yes exactly we're a bunch of amateurs talking about this let's just uh, let's move on what about greg uh, fry what does greg uh, fry think about greg fry what do you think about i'll tell you how you beat covid all right you take a big old spoon of covid <laughs> and you shove it right up your ass <laughs> and then and then you shit it back out and you're like fuck you, COVID! I shit
1: all over you. That's how you handle COVID.
0: I'm gonna try that later.
4: Greg, how many Greg Fry? How many times have you had COVID so far? About 13 times this week. <laughs> so I had about 42 times <laughs> last month. It's only but Monday. I beat it every time. It's only I beat Monday. It every time. It's Listen, only Monday. I've been up since two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Wow. I, only, I only. He, he see, doesn't use I, a spoon anymore. Now, now, <laughs> now. I heard that Rowdy Beck got COVID. Is this true? Did Rowdy Beck get COVID? I was trying to get it. I didn't want the cabin. so I'll stay in there. <laughs> I can't even do
0: this. All right, all right. Let's talk about. I heard the that Braden Schaub shoved the spoon up his ass just because.
3: <laughs> all right. Let's talk about some of the fights. First of all, Bellator. <laughs> now, Bellator has moved to Thursday. And now they're going at 11 <laughs> and it's 11:30 in the morning they're starting to start any fight. Genius, so, uh,
2: genius marketing and business strategy.
3: It's, it's live from France and so they don't they not only do that tell you when the day is, but now they switch the hours i i feel like this is like major league when they were trying to go out of business and when they try to lose all the games on purpose so that they could like it's
4: almost like scott Cooper is, is like that woman all right i so, feel like they like somebody said like i could hire a monkey and he could do better and then they did and, and now we this monkey's like hey, ooh, 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 ah, 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 ah. and they're like fights are on thursday at 11 30 the monkey said no
3: that's what he said on CBS Sports, on CBS Sports, which uh, – which, uh, which nobody has. <laughs> but they have good fights. First of all, MVP is fighting again <laughs> against against Ross Houston, who's undefeated from um, Cage Warriors. I don't know who Ross Houston is. Uh, see, Bellator does a thing where they, they get a guy who fights for the title, and he, and he, if he loses, he gets 14 tune-up fights. Uh, so <laughs> – <laughs> like other organizations, they get like a tune-up fight or UFC. Maybe you play the number two guy or three. Bellator's like fuck it. You're going back down to amateur level uh, until you get back <laughs> up. There. So I don't. But the guy is nine and zero. But MB, but MVP is like I don't even know how good he is because he, he 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 looks like he's amazing, but they never put him against anybody that's really that's good, except for the one okay. time against Diego uh, whatever is. Diego Lima, and then he also fought the caveman. Rick looked great right against Rickles. But then he didn't look that good against other guys. Uh, Paul Daly, that was a weird fucking fight. Uh, so we'll see. But Sean will like this. Our boy Tim Johnson, who just knocked out Ma- Matt Matreon, is fighting Czech Congo. This hey, that sounds like a good fight. Congo's won eight fights in a row. Uh, he, he lost fight, it was a no decision because of a, an eye poke. Tim Johnson is a friend of the show. He was in the UFC. He was in the army. He was driving for Uber uh, when he was in the UFC, as well as working at a, a bouncer at a, 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 a strip club. Um, and uh, now he's in Vegas, full time fighter, fighting Czech Congo. Congo beat him the first time, knocked him out in 30 seconds. I don't think he realized how hard Congo hit. But this is the rematch in France, which is where Congo's from. Uh, who do we like? Don Fry. Congo. Congo's a good guy.
1: Uh, shit, about five or seven years ago, when I was over there in L.A., he was selling this magic elect- electrolysis machine, and it made my back feel great, even though I had the broken rods. It felt good for you know a couple of days after the treatment. So you know, I'm going. With, I'm going with my man, Cheek.
3: Even though there's other guys, a big Trump supporter, I think a uh, country guy from North Dakota, uh, also well, has, also has a mustache just like you, and was in the army.
1: Nobody's a mustache. <laughs> nobody's a mustache.
3: Now, now, Not even Tom Sillick. Now, do you make your girlfriends shave their vaginas like your mustache once you're down there, just so you guys could like meet and stuff, or No,
1: <laughs> no. The, the, okay. The pubic hair uh, jumps up and runs at the side of my vagina. Wait,
4: what? (laughs) Don Fry is starting to do Greg Fry (laughs) impression. That's that's what's We've entered a a, a meta loop of some alternate universe. (laughs) You said the pubic hair runs at the side of your vagina. You you have a vagina?
3: Wait, what what, what's just happened? Okay. Uh, now, by the way,
0: so Sean, who wins this fight? Uh, man, I'd say I'm going to, I'm going to root for Tim, but probably Congo. I don't know what deal Congo worked with Bellator. Oh, by the way, before I say that, I want to say that, uh, it's, it's ironic that more people have seen Tim as a uh, Uber driver than a uh, fighter for Bellator. <laughs> so um, they're like, man, that guy, I know that guy. He drove me for the airport once. Um was on TV? But, um, no, uh, Congo, how do you, how do you, as check Congo, he signs a deal with Bellator. He fights pretty much the worst heavyweight they can find him so he can win 10 in a row. He doesn't compete in the heavyweight tournament. He doesn't have to fight any of their heavyweights. Like he doesn't have to fight Matt He doesn't have to fight um, Big Country, none of them guys. I don't know what deal he worked, I tried to work that same deal with Belter when Bjorn was there and he wasn't having it. I told him I'd fight for them for $5,000 a fight for eight fights if I could pick my opponent. Yeah. and I said I just want to. This is before they were. They were when they were on MTV. And I said uh, you can have my name, like at least I had some name for me in the UFC. I said I just want to go on a win streak. So like I, I like I, I don't want to fight your tournament. I want to do that. Just I'll five thousand to fight for eight fights over two years. If you guys would do that, um, and uh, Bjorn Reddy had zero interest, uh, which was <laughs> ironic because that company had zero interest in keeping him around after he turned that down. So yeah, that's um, true. Uh, so yeah, I'll but no, I'll go with Tim on that one. All um, right, will probably win, but I'm going to root for Tim.
2: Joe? Uh, I got to go with Tim, dude. I mean, it's going to be an exciting fight. I think it's going to end in a knockout, probably first round, um, but I'm going to pick Tim.
3: Also on this card, Melvin Manhoof is fighting. Uh, uh, another
4: legend. I love,
1: oh, I love oh. I love Melvin. Melvin was fighting over in Japan when I was. That guy's a badass, man. Those guys' kicks, his movement's fantastic, you know. he's might slow down a little bit, but even since he slowed down, he's still faster than, you know, 90% of the people in there.
3: Have you ever have you ever sparred with him?
1: No, hell no. I'm glad, too.
0: You <laughs> 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 really like dumb. I'll tell you, Adam, I'll tell you a funny one.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll What's tell that? you a funny one, Adam. Do you know who? Uh, maybe Wing Dog knows who is Melvin manhouse striking coach. He's the uh he's a, a guy from I think the Netherlands or whatever. Bald headed guy. Doesn't matter what color he is, but he looks half black. um I don't no know. Idea. Either way, he's a fame. I guess world famous coach. And I, and I was actually fighting for a small organization, and this guy was hitting pads, and all of a sudden this guy walks in and starts telling him, "Hey, move your hand here. Do this." Like giving him instructions kind of like telling him and uh, i thought the guy was just some nobody and so i told the dude uh, as the guy leaves i told the fire i said man don't listen to him. he didn't know always talking about turns out he's one of the best striking coaches in the world and <laughs> was, you know, that night. but he doesn't look like he would be yeah. like a, you know a great striking coach but he was on stuff he was saying i was like man, he doesn't know anything he's talking about and then when i go fight for ksw he's there cornering melvin manhoff and i said oh i know that guy's so said yeah that's one of the best striking coaches in the world so i ruined some young fighter's career probably got him knocked uh-huh. out like Telling me about the list of that guy that was giving him advice.
3: Well, nah. I mean, come on, that happens all the time. Uh, now yeah. in, the Uf- in the UFC uh, this week, Marlon Moraes, who everyone's looking past him because he he, he you know because he, he lost to uh, Cejudo. he beat he beat Aldo. It was a close fight. I was gonna Aldo. say I
4: don't know if anybody's looking past him.
3: Well, everyone's He's a dangerous part- fighter. But people are picking Corey Sandhagen, um, and. Thinking that maybe Sanhagen it was a fluke that he lost to Algemain. I think Maras wins this fight. I mean, he's he's some of the guys he's beaten. He beat Aldo, he beat Jimmy Rivera, he beat Aljamain. I mean, the Cejudo loss, he was winning that fight. And then he just like kind of gasped. It was like a weird yeah. winning until he lost. Who do we like in this fight, Don Fry?
1: Oh, shit, would you say the guy? Mm. Marlon,
3: Marlon Maras, name, Marlon Maras. He's he was like the number one guy for a while. He was knocking everyone out, and then Cejudo beat him. Kind of. They have him still listed as the number one contender. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's fighting Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, I'm going go Morass. Yeah. Uh, and then I also
1: Morass,
2: I think. Is anyone picking Sanhagen? I am only because it's a five round fight. I mean, if this is if this is a three round fight, I think Marais wins. Uh, but I think Corey, you know he's a he's a savage dude. um I think he's going to be able to pull into the deep waters of the fourth and fifth round and get the t k o and either the fourth or the fifth
3: and the other fight that's weird is uh Amir Khani who came on the podcast and got a blow job. remember he got a blow yes. Job. oh yes he got a blow job during the interview he was he calls himself mr Finland because yeah. he because. No, I didn't. I didn't blow him, asshole. Okay, it was, uh, <laughs> it was. It was on the phone. I was talking to him on the phone, and, and and we thought he was kidding. And then when you heard like the girl slurping and like some chick talking Finnish, I guess. Uh, that's, that's
0: weird. I didn't even know he hung out with Brendan Schaub. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh,
4: that is
3: Cauanega. So, <laughs> so he's fighting Edwin Barboza, who. Amir Khani has like gassed out a lot of his fights. It has not looked that great. I think this is a huge step up. I think it's going to be too much. Barbosa is a fucking killer. But Amir Khani's uh, got, got the grappling. Uh, he's got really good grappling. He was, he was a, he's a great wrestler. He's a strong kid. And he could maybe catch him in the first. But
4: I don't know about this one. Sean. Well, but Barbosa is also pretty old though. I mean, he's, this isn't the same Barbosa from like seven years ago. You know? He's 34. Only five years
0: ago. I mean, okay. I, I think it's a little different. Uh, McCorkle? Uh, I agree with you, Adam. I think, uh, yeah, he's definitely – people are underrating him or whatever. I also think that uh, it was interesting that Don Fry will always go for more ass. I think that's what he called him. Um, <laughs> he's but, not like, um, I want more ass. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I uh, I would agree with you. I think, uh, man, people have a tendency to forget about people sometimes, man. Like, if they, you know, lose a fight or they're inactive for a little while, all of a sudden – in my case, they were the worst fighter that ever lived, is what I was told. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that was so funny. When I lost to Stephen Struve. everybody told me I was the worst heavyweight I ever fought in the UFC. Never mind, I beat Mark Hunt the fight before. And I'm like, well, wouldn't that make him the worst fighter who's ever fought in the UFC if I ever win over him? But and you were what? turns out they and were you right. And you were, what, 20 and 1?
3: Uh, now, now oh, Greg Fry, have you ever gotten a blowjob during an interview?
1: I've never done an interview that I didn't get a blowjob during.
4: <laughs> like right now you're getting a blowjob? I'm getting a blowjob right now Room my cat, but it counts. She uses a lot of tongue, and I enjoy it. <laughs> Your cat blows you? Come on, man.
3: Uh, <laughs> how many How many ring girls have you ever slept with? All of them.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Except for one? not.
0: That's the question.
4: <laughs> exactly. There was one that got away from me, and that's just because she said she was married. Oh, all right. All right. Like Brittany Palmer, too? Every one of them. And two at a time. I tried to stack them. wow
3: so uh we have a fighter on right now by the way who is nine and one this kid's from hawaii kevin Natividad. uh he's making his ufc debut um kevin are you you, can you hear me kevin Uh, uh, all right oh here he is is. he's making his ufc debut uh he's a he's a killer i i I, I watch it he's from fort worth isn't that where you're from greg uh, I grew up in the Dallas area. Yeah, his dad was his dad was in the Air Force. Yeah, uh, his, his dad his dad's a hero. His, his brother is two and zero, oh, just knocking people out in twelve seconds each. Uh, his, his, this dude's serious. Uh, out of Tempe, out of Tempe, Arizona. Uh, isn't that where you're from, Don?
1: No, right. I'm South. I'm South of Tempe.
3: All right, so we got Don Fry here, Sean McCorkle,
1: hey.
3: an hour. Nice. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Congrats. So, so
5: you, you your first UFC fight is coming up. When is it? Like in like two weeks? Uh October 31st. So like a little bit over three weeks. And who who are you fighting? I'm fighting Miles Johns. Miles uh, Johns. Oh, Miles Johns is good. Yes. He He's is. Is a good fighter. He's yeah. uh. Former LFA champ. Uh, I watched him a couple times. I actually tried to fight him back in the LFA a while ago, like two years ago, but it didn't happen. I guess we're doing it now.
3: <laughs> now you were supposed to fight Brian Kelleher on two days' notice. You 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 went to the fight, and then they called it off an hour before. What happened?
5: Oh gosh, that was crazy. So um, I never really talked to anybody about it since. But so what had happened was uh, we flew in. I found out about the fight on Sunday. We flew over there like Tuesday and uh, I did all my medicals on Monday and everything. And then uh, we took the COVID test and my first one was actually a false positive. It, you know, kind of really sucked. Like I thought it was uh, anything and we actually were able to get a second test. And then uh, that one came up inconclusive and we got a third one, that one was negative. And then we got the the last one before the wanes. And or after the weigh-ins, and then it ended up being a negative also. So I I don't have COVID or anything. I, I haven't been around anybody, and I'm making sure of that now, especially. But um, yeah. I guess the commission heard about it, and uh, they just wanted the like you know err on the side of caution. Oh my god! So how much how much weight did you did you have to cut? I to be honest, I kind of just ate the food that they gave me from the you know the UFC PI guys. They yeah. just gave. Me bunch of food and I honestly didn't really have to cut anything like two or oh, three things, maybe.
3: but you were but you were ready because you had all the interviews you did press row you're ready to fuck yeah. things up and then all of a sudden they're like you're not fighting did they at least pay you
5: they did at least like you know not yeah just yeah they did they did they they <laughs> took care of me and UFC was great probably oh, not heard. the most ideal first experience but wow yes you know, <laughs> Uh, now I, I watched some of your
3: fights. You, I mean, you, you have great fights. One fight you got a guy named Muhammad. The guy was talking shit to you before the fight, but he was saying positive things. He was. So you're in the ring or in the oct- ring against him, and they're announcing you. And then he goes, you're going to do great motherfucker. We're going to kick some ass. I love you, man. Like did,
5: did that, that must've threw you off, right? <laughs> no. I mean, I talked to him at the, at the wans too and he was saying the same thing he just had like a lot of this energy and everybody thought he was talking crap and then i, don't know, I was all about it like you know <laughs> i was ready for the for the negative side but he was coming out with positive and i was like okay did I, you ever have po- don fry you ever have positive shit talk
1: <laughs> uh, just, uh, just from a naked woman
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you mccorkle you ever have positive shit talk? uh no i'm uh i'm positive i talk shit about Brendan schaub all the time
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, um, of course of course but
0: no yeah i don't uh yeah no that's awesome man i was just sitting there thinking we we need to pay to have that guy corner mike perry probably oh, like if, okay. if even during a fight he's encouraging the opposite guy that
3: was crazy and then i then uh then i also read that you're from hawaii when you said if someone looked at you the wrong way and that you were fighting
5: pretty much I and mean, well uh, but back home, it was always like a, a thing. Like, if you're looking at somebody, like you could be walking down the street and then you look at someone, we call it uh, eyeing somebody out. So, it's like, oh, my this guy eyeing you out. And then, if you depending on the reaction afterward, it could either be like, a, oh, what's up? And then you just a big smile, and then you guys are good, or they're just like, what's up, they're like this, and then you just go up to each other. And you so especially in high school, that's how it was. From- wow. Do you ever anybody eye you out, Greg?
4: Probably, (laughs) but my my eyes are so small, and then I smoke weed and they just disappear. So they would have no idea if I was eyeing them back.
5: Oh my God. I will say, one of the most popular way to make friends.
3: Of course, your last fight, by the way, was amazing against Estrada. You threw an uppercut, knock. it was like a lead uppercut, right?
5: Kind of, yeah, like I set it up with my jab and I changed my level. Um, I did it a couple of times. I changed my level to go to the body through a right hand and I changed my level, but then I threw it up instead. Oh, it was,
3: uh, it was picture perfect. Um, the only, the only blip on your record was like, is the eight second knockout. Was that just yeah. something that you just didn't take seriously or you just overlooked the guy or.
5: Um, so not necessarily mm. over but I got in there too, like emotionally, you know what I mean? Like, right. uh, I just wanted to get in there and bang with the guy who has heavy hands and we should have known better. So that was a hundred percent my fault right there. But Hey man,
3: look, look, let's learn. Cause you, since then you won five fights in a row mm-hmm. and, now, and now you're making your UFC debut and you can oh. move out of this one bedroom that you're living in. Uh, yeah. so I, I, I'm, that's awesome, dude. Uh, how, now how's the, how's the fight scene over in uh, Tempe, Arizona?
5: There, is nothing going on in Arizona? Like most, actually, the gyms are slowly opening back up. Everything's coming around. Um, I've had a lot of people try to get fights from our gym, but nothing because of the whole COVID thing. I think hey. so much. But I guess they're going to try to have some uh, US MTO open in October. Remember, I think. I think it was. Yeah, I got some. Where do you train at? Arizona Combat Sports. Where, where do you? Oh, yeah. It's so they're <laughs> open. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, the thing, too, especially after the whole, like, Vegas thing that happened to me, shoot, like, so I guess our gym opens back up at, like, uh, 5 o'clock after the morning schedule. And uh, I get in there with my brother and a couple of my other teammates, and we start training at, like, 3. And as soon as people start coming in, we kind of just dip because I don't want another situation like that. Maybe after the fight, I could go try to, you know.
3: Dude, your younger brother, I watched his LFA fight. Literally, yeah. Sean, the first fight was was nine seconds. He just fucking throws an overhand. He's got, like, amazing head movement. The second fight was 12 seconds. Both First, first punch, guy went down. He's 2-0. and oh, And they say he's a
5: good wrestler. You guys are wrestlers? Yeah, we're, we're both grapplers, to be honest. Like, I'm a... Uh, what is it? My brother's competed at the worlds a couple times. No gi. Uh, we don't really like the gi as much. I mean, we we do it, but we don't prefer it. Uh, he's a purple belt in jujitsu. Also a D1. He wrestled at ASU for a wow. little while. And uh, I'm a brown belt under Steve Rosenberg. Like mostly do a lot of that. Started doing. It's just funny how we're marketed to strikers now.
3: Yeah. Well, then they well, cause your brother knocks everyone out. They said that you were like the 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 uh, boring one in the family, and then I went to watch your fights. I'm like, boring. Holy fuck, dude! You're like, you're, you're killing people out there. Uh, I
5: just think Christian's a lot more mean than I am.
3: That's, I that's what, I'll,
5: what I'll
3: say. <laughs> Do you have any questions for Don Fry? Me?
5: Yeah. I don't know. What I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> I didn't does. know about
3: Trump. Dude. Now, now, now is, is Arizona Combat? Is that, is that where uh, is that Ryan Bader's gym?
5: It was. That's where that's where uh, they started. I want to say like uh, I guess they moved over to Power MMA, but that's like just Bader's like exclusive place now because I think the the whole like facility that they had closed down. We actually okay. still go over there a lot and train train some of the guys. Nice. Do you have a train with uh,
3: like Cejudo and like those guys over in Arizona?
5: Trying to see if he wants to come in and you know help me from my fight, but we'll see. I've trained with him. I haven't trained with him since my first fight here in Arizona. It was like 2015. Wow. Got he it. introduced me to the calf kicks.
3: Now you're from Hawaii, but they said you had a Filipino power. So Filipino are you <laughs> so
5: are you are, are you Filipino? I am. I'm mostly Filipino. All oh, right on.
3: Mostly yeah, Filipino. No, I'm from Filipino and, and your and your dad was in the air force. Yes. And then and
5: and, uh, and then your your mom. My mom is Filipino. She's from uh, Angeles City. It's like, oh, wow.
3: did your dad meet her while he was in the over, over overseas in the, in the military?
5: Yes. Yes. Wow. In the
3: Philippines. In the so, Philippines.
5: It's a crazy story. They, I think they. Uh, how can I say this? <laughs> For that long, only a couple months, like two or three months, and they got married, moved to Texas. They moved to Texas, and then I was born, but I don't even remember anything until maybe Alaska. Because Oh, no, New Jersey. We moved, like, Texas, Japan, New Jersey, Alaska, and then Hawaii. Oh. And then- well, that's pretty
4: common for military guys to marry the girls pretty quickly
5: because of all that moving around. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's what they were saying.
4: Yeah, that happens a lot. In El Paso, I, you know, my family's from El Paso, and they have the big base there. And so those guys, they'll come and, you know, try and get married within three months, you know? They're like, I'm about to get shipped out. Let's get married, you know? Yeah. And so that shit happens a lot. Or they go to Germany, and then they just come back three months later with a German wife. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck happened here? They're like, well, you know, I either had to leave her or marry her, so there you go.
3: No, I dated a Filipino <laughs> girl, and she was, like, super jealous uh, and, and, like, kind of crazy. Is, that, is that your mom that way, too, or no? Hello? Oh, hello. Kevin, the the the, the girl that I dated, she was Filipino,
5: but she would get Uh really
3: she would get really jealous of other women.
5: Uh yeah. Is is that common? It's very common. Filipinos are crazy.
1: (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're crazy. You know, Greg was talking about being in El Paso. I saw Carl Parisian try to steal an Apache attack helicopter on an army base in uh El Paso one time. It was awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> Carl Prefian took off run on a base and got in a helicopter that was running in the pilot seat. I was like, this is oh, my God. I've ever seen in my life, man. It was it was awesome. That's crazy. He got restrained by some MPs shortly thereafter. That's usually what happens. Yeah. Yeah, typically.
3: Well, listen, Kevin, we're all going to be rooting for your fight.
5: Uh, kick some ass. Where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on my Instagram or my Instagram slash meme account. That's what huh. I do now, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. knatividad.inc. And then yeah. and then yeah, no, Twitter I think is like natividad no. underscore Kevin and then my Facebook. I honestly don't even remember. Now- so, yeah.
3: okay. and now why do we all shoot in <sighs> to watch a fight? What's gonna what's gonna happen?
5: Oh I gotta I'm gonna chase those fifty G's, son. Let's do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> do you know it, sure, been- brother. I've been, I had all this pressure to get into the UFC. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like finally getting in, it's like a, it's fine. It's like a release or like a, how can I say this? Like, the pressure's off my shoulders. Because I've been trying to the UFC so long. And now that I'm in, all I have to do is fight. So every time I go in, awesome. you know, chase the bonus. I got plugged into,
3: well, kick some ass, brother. Thank you
5: for oh. the show. Plan. <laughs>
3: Thank you man. Thank you. Take
5: sir. care. Thank you. Hey, it's great to see and meet <laughs> all of <laughs> you. Absolutely, man. I am a big fan.
3: Fucking keep keep it keep it up.
5: <laughs> Thank you. All
3: right, that was Kevin.
4: Uh, Don, oh, are you up?
3: Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. You would never know the dude's a fucking straight killer.
4: You know what? I- and I feel like all those guys that that grow up in the Hawaii, in Hawaii are all they're, they're not big talkers. No. You know, they're not big talk, big, big fighters, not big talkers.
2: He only has 142 followers on Twitter, so everybody go follow this man. Show him some love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don,
3: are you in the bar in your house?
1: I'm, I'm in my house, and I'm um, getting ready. I got to leave. I got to go to physical therapy, so I'm trying to get my phone's dying, so I'm charging my phone, and i uh, <laughs> oh, <and, laughs> out the door and all this nonsense. So I'll go black here in, in about five or ten minutes. Okay, so you'll okay. just hear my voice like last week. All right, week. so
3: before we leave, why should we vote for <laughs> Trump?
1: Because he's the greatest president we've had since Reagan and Lincoln and Washington. You know, this guy's fantastic. He loves the United States of America, and he puts the U.S. Of a ahead of himself and his health and his money, you know. I mean, he was a billionaire. He gave all that stuff up to go and make sure the United States of America stays strong, so other people be, can become millionaires and billionaires.
3: Well, so well, I know that you were alive for Lincoln and Washington. So. <laughs> <laughs> you would know. Uh, didn't you wrestle Lincoln in high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He threw sand in my eyes, but I still. Beat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, people? The wait is finally over. Football is back. Look, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. I start off by wagering on win, division, and championship futures today. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. You see fucking Tigers porn? Tyga has an OnlyFans account now?
4: That's um, really? <laughs> the rapper Tiger. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Tiger Woods. I was like, no, wait, a Tyga, minute, what? no, the rapper Tyga. <laughs> He posts
3: a picture of him with, like, six girls. They're all eating each other out. They're, like, hot girls naked. And he put, like, OnlyFans coming. I guess some girl, like, saw, has, like, a dick pic of him he sent somewhere. And she was going to post it. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to post it myself and make money on it. His dick is like humongous. It's like the biggest dick you've ever seen. Well, um, none
2: of us are surprised at that. Brittany Schaub's the biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: one last one, folks. I don't see you one last one. <laughs> anyway, take see care, you, Don. Don. You're the
4: best. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, I guess OnlyFans now has like a lot of like I guess mainstream people now are going into OnlyFans. Well, it's the, the new Facebook.
2: It. Is it really the new Facebook? I guess. I mean, with the COVID quarantine, everybody has so much free time and nobody has jobs. You might as well. I mean, I've got to make a OnlyFans, dude. I've got to start that shit. i got to make money.
3: How many people do you think are going to join your OnlyFans?
2: It's just going to be my mom <laughs> and my dad. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so
0: mostly family. That's What was that? I've got a buddy that was on Judge Judy that's a real good looking dude. And, uh, he he had like thousands of gay men hit him up after his appearance, wanting to meet him. And then before you know it, he was like, "Dude, these guys are giving me a hundred to two hundred bucks a pop for a video of me jerking off." And I'm like, "Wait, you're jerking off for dudes for a hundred dollars, dude?" I said, "Like that's like it would take a lot more than that for me." But he was like, "Well, I thought that was good." I was like, "No, nah, dude, I would like I'd, I'd go for more if you're gonna do something semi-gay like that, you know, like if you're straight." Um, but then he hit a girl in the face with a hammer, and he's in jail now, so he can't do that anymore. But, <laughs>
4: why am i laughing i'm laughing at the weird segue <laughs> yeah that was that that know. one took a dark turn that one- <laughs> no, yeah. But, but yeah i i guess like the
3: also some guy from the bachelor has an only fans too i don't know i i just think that uh, uh a lot of female fighters have only fans I, I don't know I, it's just not something that i would ever do but I,
0: do you I, what is only fans what they just can see you naked or what's the deal i don't i don't know what it is i've
3: never subscribed to
0: anyone's only fans because my wife my, my wife and i we we share an account and
3: I, I don't want her to go, what's this? <laughs> have <to> explain that.
4: <laughs> Is that
3: really the only thing stopping you? Well, no, there are a lot of, There are a lot of things stopping me. I just, I don't want to give anyone 20 I want to actually meet people in real life. I'm not paying $20 to fucking, I, I don't, I never was into like virtual, like those cam girls or paying people tokens. I just don't feel good about myself if I, if I, if I did that. I, I mean, I've watched porn obviously millions of times, but any type of like, other than that, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem... Seems kind of odd to me.
4: That's just me. Other people, I would have an I would have an OnlyFans if people wanted to watch. me try not to eat cake and then <laughs> eat and then lose that battle and eat the cake. That yeah, would I, be the only. That would be the only content. I that would your co-host I, I know it's, like, I, I don't it's know. you and I just in front of a cake, just like you can't eat it, dude. We're we're trying to cut weight, bro. We're not gonna it. let's just eat a little bit of the cake, and then it starts with like one bite, like we're just gonna have one bite, and then we're gonna stop right, and then you know, ten minutes later, we'll eat the whole fucking
3: cake. I have a friend who's like a really hot chick, but she's not that great of a comic. But she's like sort of the OnlyFans. She's like you could you could hear my my new jokes. <laughs> like, I can't think of anything. Like, and she's like in like, she's almost naked. And she's like, for $20, you can hear my new jokes. I'm just like, I can't think of something. I'd rather do less. Uh, but, yeah. Brendan, Brendan Chobb has
0: one where he'll keep his clothes on if you pay him. <laughs> he, he, uh, Brendan won't tell you a joke. And you don't have to hear his jokes. You don't have to hear a Brendan Schaub joke and he stays closed. For 20 bucks,
3: I will not tell you a joke. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Is this? I mean, is this? Is this where we're all we're going now? Is this? It just seems like the whole world. Like Kellyanne Conway's kid, we were talking about that. You hear about that? Fifteen-year-old kid. Uh, I forgot. I don't know her name is Claudia Conway. She just basically has a TikTok where she talks about Trump, and you know her her her, her the mom was like what the the. the white house press- advisor she was a white
4: house advisor yeah, 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 and previous yeah.
3: campaign manager and then she's and then she's saying things like he's really sick he's lying uh my mom's coughing uh trump gave my mom covid and like she, the whole time she's like this girl making feel like saying oh my mom's coughing thanks a lot trump you asshole blah, blah blah and then you see kellyanne yelling at her like put that fucking phone away and she's like whatever mom i mean you're watching
4: like it's insane so now she's, I'll be honest, that's an OnlyFans I would pay for.
1: <laughs>
4: so she's, like, trending now on Twitter. And people
3: are saying she's our savior. We must keep her alive. That they're getting the better press for her than the actual, like, that she's the only one we could trust. You can't trust Fox and CNN. It's Claudia Conway. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. But, uh-huh. yeah, I was on TikTok. I know, know Philly Conway's husband hates Trump. I know that. Yeah, well, so does the daughter. I and mean, the daughter hates her. But she's like, LOL, He's, he's sick as hell, LOL. I like This is what she's rating. Like, this world is so upside down. Uh, it's so upside down. And it's only 30. We still have 30 more days to the election. It's like every day it's something new.
0: I mean, he went joyriding <laughs> two days ago. 30, 30 days till election and two years before we find out who won.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the guy went, before, exactly, before
3: it's done running through the courts. The guy right. went joyriding. And then, according to the Vanity Fair yesterday... Donald Trump Jr. wanted to have an intervention for his dad saying that he's like hopped up on steroids, having dementia, and doesn't want to go on joyriding. I was going
0: to – yeah, like, by the way, the steroids he's taking – Sean, have you ever taken those steroids? No, I think they're just getting an anti-inflammatory like prednisone. Those are the only steroids I wouldn't take. Um, those don't actually, those don't do you any good. That just helps with inflammation. Like, uh, it's not a steroid like performance enhancer or, or uh, hormone manipulator. I don't believe anyway. Um, I'm not sure exactly what he's taking, but typically they just give you prednisone, which, you know, reduces inflammation. So, so he's not, cause people are saying that he's jacked up on steroids is why he's tweeting so much. That's no, not- no. They mean like the, I would assume steroids. They mean, a doctor's not going to give you steroids for anything like that. But, I mean, the steroids are talking about is prednisone, which is a super powerful anti-inflammatory, but also makes you swell. Like, like, uh, Israel Sanya's right tip. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to come up with analogy, but yeah, no, that's prednisone. Uh, that's if anybody ever gets a real big face. That's why I have a big face right now. No. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, that's uh prednisone. That's not, not a performance enhancing steroid. Think, like then you watch that, then you watch put on Joe Biden and he's over there going, uh,
3: uh, telling the reason'm I'm, I'm able to quarantine is because a black woman stacked my
0: groceries and you're like right <laughs> like <laughs> mammy mammy made his groceries available yeah um, like did you ever see him talking about corn pop? Yeah, like that, Legendary. and then he and then
3: he went up to some four year old that was like, "I can't wait to see you dance in four more years." I just like, saw that like,
2: so weird, and dude. And then
3: Herschel Walker was like, uh, "This is not only racist but fucking disgusting." He's tweeting about it. I'm I'm getting my news from Herschel Walker and a 15 year on TikTok,
0: right? Like, like this. Is, <laughs> Like what the fuck is going on? The movie Idiocracy come to life, man.
4: Exactly, we are through the looking glass, people. We are through the looking glass.
3: It's just like who's gonna fuck this? It's almost like who wants it less? You got Trump joyriding, and then you got Biden saying uh, black women are stacking my groceries. It's like, why are you saying that? Like, did anyone tell him not to say
0: that? Like, is this what's I don't know. Uh, I think uh, he was probably finishing the story he started six months ago. And he's he got uh, <laughs> The real question is, what does America want less? Donald Trump is president, Joe Biden is president, or another British job comedy special?
4: Which uh, of those three does America exactly. not want? That's a, that's a
2: tough run right there. You got that's one more tough. in, Greg. You got one more in.
4: He got one more. That's hey, a, did you have hear to the change the I name of the Trump show to shab- Roasting. Don't you think that
3: <laughs> the world's gonna be a lot less entertaining with him out of there thankfully yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay just I mean, blew my mind biden will be enter- biden will be entertaining but it'll be like a depressing kind of entertaining you exactly know, but-
4: it'll be exactly be entertaining in a totally different we won't even talk about it on the show yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not I, gonna be it won't, which is fine by me
0: uh, how do you feel about uh, bringing shog
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate
0: fans hating him
4: I don't hate him I don't know him so I don't hate him either. I don't you know what I mean? Like hey weird. I feel like you got to really know somebody and they have to have done something personally bad to you for you to hate them. Yeah. Otherwise it's like why would you hate that like when he got sick, you know, a buddy of mine was like, "Oh, are you happy he got sick?" I'm like, "No, I'm not happy he got sick. I don't want anybody to get sick." Yeah, that's you know? weird, man. People That sucks. That sucks for everybody. I would hate that everyone would not want that to happen to anybody. You know what I mean?
0: Like 100% so well, I'll tell you what, man, people that celebrate stuff like that, karma has a weird way or God or whatever you want to call it, turning it right back onto them, man. Like it, with, exactly. With people, exactly. People celebrate I, don't celebrate, that stuff,
4: man. I don't celebrate other people's misery. I just don't. No. Unless they are a pedophile
0: unless, or rapist. Then,
4: right. And then I, a little not, bit I'm different. Afraid. Exactly. And then it's a little bit different. Then you're like, yeah, get them, karma. Get him. Him them. Right. You know, but dude, I'll tell you what, man, because social media, like,
3: like Sean Penn tweeted out after, uh, you know, uh, Trump got COVID he goes I like my presidents that don't get COVID right so which you know because he says you know how the whole thing with him the and, thing about uh, the
4: World War II yeah, yeah. veterans it's also classless
3: McCain like and... it's also classless it's like come on but every single person almost on his thing was like yeah I like my actors that don't hang out with dictators like the El Chapo thing or the guy with Venezuela or I like mm-hmm. my actors that don't go to Epstein Island Like, I like my actors that don't beat Madonna. Like, it was just like, Like you have to be careful. Uh, Like, because I'm sure back before social media, you could make a statement like that. And people would be like, oh, yeah, Sean Penn. But now, like, the the people were just fucking killing him on on that. Like, uh, I don't know if he looks at it. You know, if he's just, maybe he may have someone to tweet for him or something. But I was like, whoa, you know. Uh, you got to be careful. You know, you're right. Like when you when you when like when you when you when
0: you say something like that, it's, it's a lot of times it's gonna come right back at you. It does, man. It's a, people. Same with fighters. Like sort like, is the worst winner I've ever met. You know, if you if you look at Conor McGregor, all the shit he talked about Diaz the minute he won, he's like this guy's a warrior, man. I you know always right, right. right you know whatever people love that man like they love somebody that shows mercy man or shows no one likes a sore winner or a sore loser man you know so it's like sore winner worse than sore loser but i'm not even getting any fans by humping um paulo Costa, other than his only fans probably no even 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 with colby i was like bro
3: he could have checked on Woody was sitting there in pain you could have went over there but hey man are are you all right like hey good fight but like that's all you know just a little man yeah just a little i know what you mean
1: just a even little just ronda, something. Ronda,
3: even when ronda with misha like wouldn't yeah. shake your hand afterwards i i you know i understand it's a fight and everything but it's, it's still a sport and this, right. the first thing you teach kids is good sportsmanship that's the first thing you teach
0: well and even in the movie gladiator you remember when gladiator when he when russell crowe wouldn't kill the uh, guy that was a legend of the thing or whatever Then the not that that's a real thing, but the uh, crowd went crazy for him. That's really true, you know, like when he showed mercy to the uh, to the legend, you know. In the same way, I mean, Tyron Whitley's a legend in the sport. If uh, I would have liked to see Colby give him a little credit, a little respect, anything. You know I mean? you just beat his ass. Like, it's not like you've got anything else to prove, you know, so.
3: No, no yeah, uh, but also, like, when fighters talk about how good their opponent was, it makes them look better.
0: Right. And also, sure.
3: like,
4: when you say, oh, that guy was really tough because X, Y, well, and Y. Well, what we're talking about is class. Yeah. and. Right. Class kind of flew out the window for a while, and maybe we'll see a resurgence. Uh, I don't know,
1: man.
0: Probably, maybe we will, not That's one thing I will say. Like, I, I, Trump cracks me up, but I wish, uh, he would be a little more civil, a little classier, man. Like, I, like, I, there's, there's a time and a place, man, but like, you know, a lot of times he should just let up a little bit, you know, he's like, even never, when you got the victory, once, you don't have to rub it in your face. You he's know? never once apologized about
3: anything, right? Yeah. And I think that he's, he's set a precedent. For people that they like, don't have to apologize, and I right. do, and that's not good, yeah. man. I mean, no. see, people fuck up. People fuck up all the time. It makes you human. Even you know what? Even the hey, listen. I'm, when I'm the person talking about class, you know there's a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll tell you. You know. You know. You know what? Actually, during the debate, when Joe Biden looked the best, I thought was when he talked about his son. When he's like, yeah, my son had a drug problem. Like lots of Americans, and he, I'm really proud of him, and he's. And right. that made him look so human. You know, that actually was like, you actually saw like a, a parent there. Uh, someone right, that's a politician. Yeah. And that was like, I wouldn't say it won me over, but I'm like, wow, you know, Trump was digging, you know, your son's a crackhead and this and all that shit. But then when he said, you know, my son's got has a drug problem, it, it really humanized him. Um, and I thought that was actually kind of a cool moment.
0: But uh, I had a thing going with King Mo forever. We were trashing each other back when he. Uh, first got popular, and I was first in UFC, and then he got beat up. He got hit with a wild punch and knocked out by some guy. Yeah. And uh, I left a headline on the underground looked like I was going to trash him, but I said instead, I said, he's obviously the better fighter. Um, you know, he should have won that fight. He wins that fight now 10 times. I wish King Bo the best. And everybody was shocked because they thought I was going to take that opportunity to kick him while he was down. But I don't think, man, it never looks good kicking somebody while they're down, ever. No one likes that, you know? No, even uh, Dylan Dennis,
3: like said said, respect Ben Askren. When, when Askren lost. Um, right. And even like Ben Askren's biggest, you know, and Askren himself, like when Darren Till got knocked out, he made fun of him. But people like said to like, hey, hey keep your head up. You know, it happens. It happens. I think all you guys know it could happen to you. Yeah. That's, what sure. that's why even as a comic, I don't fuck with comics when, they, when like they bomb. Cause I'm like, I've bombed thousands of times and I've bombed thousands more. It's just, it's just, you know, unless, unless they're, like my, they're like my friend, then I'll fuck with them. Like, I'm yeah. Like, oh, you know? Then it's <laughs> like, ooh.
4: Yeah. Oh, it's, but yeah. If you have that kind of relationship, then it's like, well, come on. I'm not going to let you yeah. off scot-free.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I, you
0: know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know. But anyway, listen, yeah, this is a great show. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Thanks,
0: guys. Good uh, stuff,
3: guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Kevin. And uh, thank you, Don Fry. I'll see you guys soon.
2: Take okay. okay. care. Greg Fry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.